Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast. This week, we talk about what's the difference between pleasure and happiness. What is the definition of selfishness? Should you do whatever you want to be happy? And Josh, of course, goes off on a tangent about environmentalism, electric bikes, and electric vehicles. Join us and let's get started. Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where we believe in intelligently spoken conversations. So yeah, so you know, and like I, like I, and like I will admit, like I said, uh, some one I can talk <laughs> or not, <laughs> yeah, or not. And I tend to have more of those days than I care to admit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And Aaron tends to have more of those days where he's just sitting here like, mm-hmm, and not being energetic than he cares to probably admit as well. Don't mm-hmm. you, Mr. Johnson? No. No? No. Are you going to be energetic and full of life today? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. All right. I get a good, good meal in front of me. Get a good meal in front of you? Yes. Oh, you didn't tell me I got to play housekeeper and cook for you today. Yes. Always. Always, okay. but I didn't have the uh, the uh, camping grill in the truck. Wait, what? I removed the camping grill out of the truck a month ago. I should have left it there. Then when I could have brought it in, and we could have been grilling, been grilling, yeah, and we talking. At yeah, the same like grilling time. and talking, and then dying of carbon monoxide. That'd be great. That would be fine. <laughs> Better if you want to give Aaron a beard trim, you just put him over while you're lighting the propane. Oof. What? <laughs> that, re- that reminds okay, did I know this is off topic and I'm letting Josh take me off topic and I Uh-oh. shouldn't. But that reminds me of a video where uh, Josh document this. <laughs> where a, a woman um like she was blowing out some um candles on oh. her cake and people came up with silly string and sprayed her and it lit her entire head on fire. Oh, All no. of her hair just went up, and she had like oh. long hair past her shoulder. And everything it just went up in flames, and it was, to be fair, it smelled awful. It was hilarious <laughs> to watch. So I would love no. to see that happen to you, Mister Johnson. No, <laughs> I would love to see you running around in a panic with your facial hair on fire. I, I probably wouldn't do that though. Okay, so I guess now we know how we can, you know, you know, in the movies where they spray something on the door and then they they light it and. Oh, yeah, like blows it up. I, I guess that's the civilian version of that. Just well, take some silly string and spray Aaron's car with it, and just light it. And watch his car burn. Cool. Well, I didn't say anything about his car. I said his facial hair gonna, because that would make me happy, and I should do it because it just makes me happy, right, Aaron? Schadenfreude. <sighs> yeah, you should do that. <laughs> Come on, Aaron, take us off. Oh my gosh! Wow. Good one. I will, well, I will always find a way to transition it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about today, folks. Something that annoys me as well. A lot of things annoy me. Um, but one thing I always see, especially on social media, is do whatever makes you happy. That's all that really matters. Just do what makes you happy. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. That's irritating. And that's not good. I don't think so, at least. Okay, before we get into what me and Josh think of that, I have a question. Oh, no. What? Why is it irritating to you? Why is it irritating? Yeah. Why Why? why did you go off and, and start and say it irritates you? Because what 
makes people happy is stupid. Just kidding. Not true. <laughs> really? Because metal no. music makes you happy? It does make me happy. So is metal music metal stupid? Metal music is stupid, but it's great. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I you know. No. I, I, okay, so go on. Go on. I don't want to interrupt. No, you're good. No, I don't know. It's just, I just feel like that's a bad mentality, I guess. And it's, I've, I don't know. I mean, everybody has different views, obviously, on what makes them happy. It's just, what if somebody has something that makes them happy, but then it makes you unhappy? Do you want to tell them, just do whatever makes you happy? Because then you're not going to be happy. So what are you going to do to make you happy? And then friendships go down the drain, and it's like, okay, bye. Okay, so that's that's one extreme of it. Yes. What about, and Josh, you can chime in on this one too. What about the extreme where necessarily doesn't, maybe you're doing something that doesn't make me unhappy. Let's say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, staying in this realm of do whatever makes you happy. Yes. What makes you happy, um, Johnson? What makes you happy, Josh? Is you do cocaine together? Hey, hey, hey. I could probably go for some of that right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow! Um, <laughs> Give me a good wake up, real quick. Yeah, that would wake you up. But Whoa! but I mean, is that then still? Because that at that point in this fictional world, both of you are doing what makes you happy. And it's not a contradictory to one another, so you're not having an argument. You're not making each other sad, Mm-mm. you know. And we're taking this into uh, like where you're constrained to where you're in a universe where it's just you and Josh living in this universe, where Ugh. you both are doing cocaine, so you both are happy. Is that right? I mean, if it's just us, if we, if we, Josh and I are both, I guess, our own creators. You're not your both, own. You're not your own creators. You're somehow in isolated in your own like. Some mad scientist came along and threw you two into a universe together, and you two are the only ones in there with an unlimited supply of cocaine. The, We're the only two on Pluto. There you go. Everybody I mean, has disowned us, taking us off the map as a planet. I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter then. Really? Even all the detrimental but, effects of cocaine? Well, so that's the only thing that's going to have, but if, like, if we don't care, then what does it matter? We're just going to kill ourselves quicker. It's fine. So then that it's actually whatever. kind of goes against your irritableness with it then Mm. i I think the bigger thing and i haven't said this in a while okay do we actually have an actual definition for happy oh my god seriously seriously because i go off no 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 no, 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 i'm just it's a question right now do we actually have something that defines what happiness is because as of right now we're rewriting what success is according to the, the dictionary success is based on power riches and you know now we're doing it based on goals and achievements you have in life, which is kind of what we've all kind of seen, you know, being successful is you accomplish the things you want to accomplish. Um, but the dictionary is rewriting it to be something else now. So then you got happy. Okay. The definition yep. of happy is uh, feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't really tell us anything of happy. It just tells us other characteristics well, there's also an informal, and I pulled this up as well just cause, so I could have this up here. It, there's also the informal definition of happy, which is probably more used in society than anything, which is an, a use of a specific thing excessively or at random. So it makes me happy to play a video game, you know. Now, in happy definition, okay, I'm going off of what you just yep. said there. This is showing pleasure or contentment. Mm-hmm. Pleasure definition, a feeling of happy satisfaction and enjoyment. So, so you, pleasure and happy both keep pointing at each other. You got a circular uh, definitions. Yeah. And then if you go to contentment, a state of happiness and satisfaction. Yep. 
So it's like everything just points back to each other. So what is happiness? Well, if you go back to Old English, it starts it – actually, one of the earlier definitions is lucky. Huh? Is lucky. Yeah. So if you look at the origin of it, it comes from the English uh, hap in dash y, which in Middle English is lucky. So if you're happy, you're pretty much lucky to be alive. And you know it. Clap your hands. <laughs> But what's also interesting, just because you're asking this definition of happy, you know, I, I, pulled, I pulled this up here, and the use over time for the word happy has actually gone down since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of the definition of happy. Let's get back to this, this, this uh, situation where you two are on Pluto like or cocaine. in your own universe just doing cocaine, okay? You know what, the de- what cocaine does to you, okay? I, I, I don't, but let's see. Okay, I okay let, let's, see, let's take this to another world. Let's say there's a thing called Death Sticks, you know, from Star Wars. What? You know, that basically they're like their version of like cigarettes and that, but they get you addicted and everything. Oh. And they have other, besides what we have in our world with cigarettes and that, they have other, you know, uh, detriments to them. Okay. Hmm. Hence why Death Sticks. Okay. And let, let's say in this fictional world, after you smoke a thousand of them, you're going to die. Hmm. Okay. You two are stuck in a fictional Pluto in this fictional world. It's just you two. You're happy with smoking them. You're not, that doesn't cause a rift between you two, but you smoke them. Is that still okay to do? Because that's making you happy. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Well, well I, I guess that's the only thing, though, is if it's just, well, well no, because it's just us, nobody else cares about us. Besides each other. So what if we both smoke our last death stick together and then we'll live and die together? Oh. That'll make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then as we both keel over, you cough, you wake up and realize that what? you're still alive and you just no. burn through the last death stick. And in there I lay dead. They start to shrivel up. <laughs> I can take more than you can. Wow. Just like alcohol. Wow. <laughs> But I, I, I bring, have a bigger filter. <laughs> I do. I bring that up because of the fact that you know, if if it's not acceptable in a like a microcosm like that of one on one, how is that acceptable then in the macrocosm where you have you and everyone else? You know where Aaron was going earlier, where he said you know where people do something maybe in an interpersonal relationship and cause uh, that relationship then to crumble because one person is doing whatever they want to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And we're all guilty of doing that every once in a while. Oh yeah, none of us are innocent on that. Young, old, crippled, not crippled, it happens. But why do we do that sort of thing? I guess is my question. And yes, it makes us feel pleasure, as Josh was kind of getting back, getting at with the definition there. You know, it makes us feel pleasure in that. But why else do we maybe do that stuff? That stuff that makes us um, temporarily happy. I would not say it's actually happiness, then. I would say it's more along the lines of immediate pleasure. I want to say that happiness is more of a state than it is a thing. Okay. So you play video games. You're being, you're pleasuring. You want to go the scientific route. You're pleasuring the certain neurons and things in your brain that activate based on what you're seeing or feeling or doing. Regardless of what that's going to be, it's pleasure. Right. Because you are satisfying yourself with something. Happiness, to me, is a state of being, a state of knowing, in my opinion. 
So what would make you happy? What would make me happy? Yeah. What would make me happy? <laughs> That's a very good question. Because can you ultimately be happy without having anything that makes you unhappy? What? I think, I think I'm. I think I'm messing with him today. You're I going. Mean, you're going for the. Can there be light without the dark? Arguments on that. Sort of. Can there be happiness without unhappiness? Happiness to me is not having to live in a world where there is as much pain as there is. Oh. Happiness to me is knowing that I'm with someone that has their eyes set on God just like me. Hmm. Happiness to me is knowing that what I'm doing is fulfilling a greater good than just for myself today. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, and if you even look at things when they say, oh, how to become happy or, or steps to become happy, a lot of the, the, the things that they're telling you to do revolve around the lines of not being about you, giving up materialistic items, looking how to help people, you know, that kind of stuff that just makes you feel better about yourself. And that's where I say happiness is more of a, a mind, a state of being, knowing that what you are doing is serving something else in a positive way. Okay. So we got from, you know, from this little brief here, you know, pleasure versus happiness, happiness being the more longer term, pleasure being the shorter term. Um, what else is different between the two of them? What else is, any, any idea? Mm -mm. No? No idea? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, well, there actually, there's a chemical difference in the brain on which one of the two is activated. So for pleasure, you know, like playing video games, uh, drinking alcohol, you know, stuff like that, that's a dopamine hit, which, you know, we're all familiar with as the kind of that pleasure uh, drug in the brain, which has that, it, it has both positive and negative uh, self cycles where, you know, if Aaron eats an ice cream cone, he enjoys it. So he's going to eat another one because he enjoys it. You know, it, it, it just feeds on itself. Or, or, he, or he has a drink and he likes it, so he has another drink. And, you know, it just keeps feeding on itself. And then my body gives out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But, you know, th that leads to things like, oh, I don't know, addictions. It, we're, I mean, it's, it's weird to think, you know, Aaron could be addicted to ice cream cones, <laughs> but he's not really addicted to ice cream cones. He's addicted to the dopamine hit that he gets from the ice cream cone. It's the same people. It's the same for like people who are thrill seekers. You know, they're they're <laughs> addicted to that hit that they get, that rush. You know, <laughs> that's why you can have addictions for basically anything out there. You can have addictions. You know, not only to drugs, but you know, to sex, to food. You know, hoarding. Weird. What was that last one? Hoarding. Hoarding. Yes. Yep. Hoarding. Definitely. You know, material possessions and just having it. Whereas happiness, that long term thing. That's a serotonin thing, comparatively. So that's a different chemical completely in the brain. And that has more to do with what in your brain? The dopamine, long term. We talked about this in May. <laughs> what did we talk about I don't about remember what I did last week. <laughs> what, 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 what did we talk about in May? We talked about the whole mental right. stuff. Mental health. Yes. So what does serotonin play in it? It plays... Yes. Josh? You serotonin, no. Mm -mm. It it plays. Whoops. Um, it, it plays a part in um, that mental emotional stability in people. You know, keeping them from being depressed because it, it, it's 
it, it's like a mood chemical, but it, it keeps you long term being able to feel normal and in good spirits. And so this happiness, uh, this yeah, happiness with this long term thing not being fulfilled by pleasure. Now, don't get me wrong; you can get a boost to your immediate uh, mood through whatever from the pleasure, from the dopamine, and that. But the happiness is going to be that long term. It's that serotonin. It's that thing that's going to keep you going. And it's going to be, you can be happy in the midst of utter tragedy, which sounds contradictory. You cannot be pleasured in the midst of mm-hmm. utter tragedy. I mean, that makes total sense. Happiness can also come to the, the platform of how you choose to look at something. So if you choose, uh, like you said, in a moment of tragedy, you look at the positive outcomes. And some people are like, oh, how can you look at something positive out of something sad? And it's like, well, just like some people who say, uh, you know, Things don't happen for a reason, yet don't believe in God. And then you have people who go, well, history repeats itself. Okay, well, there's some, there's, yes, is there a time to be sad? Yes. Is there a time to think forward? Yes. Starting to go into Ecclesiastes over there? I'm not, I'm not, not, to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about that. (laughs) But I guess I was. Yeah. There's Um, a time for everything. Yes, there is. Um. But, but back to the to the main topic is is doing should we do things that make us happy for the sake of it making us happy would really come down to what we define as happy again because if we define that happy as more of a pleasurable thing and something that gives us immediate satisfaction then what we are doing is we are opening up a can of worms that is going to um, bump into other people's happiness or immediate pleasures you know trying to trying to make it so that we can do things. For example, if I want to go out to the parking lot right now and start drifting around in my truck, <laughs> and Paul wants to leave, and Paul hits me, well, then Paul just ran into my immediate pleasure. That's not happiness. That's pleasure. I mean, I mean this is a weird scenario. I know, I know, but it just kind of... My Prius would be destroyed. <laughs> I would probably knock your Prius into the parking lot next to us. Yeah. Which... Would be quite entertaining to see if that actually would happen. Yeah, we're not playing baseball with my car. Sorry, or soccer, <laughs> or golf. Four. No, into the Greek parking lot. But yeah, so so yeah, what that does, you know, like you're saying, that does beg the question: is what we're doing going towards that long term happiness or that short term immediate uh, pleasure? You know, and yeah, like you're saying, you spinning around gives you that. Temporary pleasure, pleasure, yeah, but it's temporary because it's immediate. Because once you're done, guess what? There goes that feeling. There goes that uh, joy you were feeling for that little bit of time, mm-hmm. and then you're back to the mundanity of life, mundane life. Yay, right? But from how I hear people I know talk about happiness in their minds, happiness is something that gives them immediate pleasure. And a lot of people reserve the pleasure, the word pleasure, just for on the revol- the just around the topic of of uh, sex is where I hear the word pleasure used the most. And it's not the only place, but it is also a place that it gets used. Um, but even pleasure is more of a selfish thing, too. Um, it's more of a, what you can get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And if, as Americans, we're using happiness, we're using that word to try to make it look as innocent as possible, but yet what we're ultimately doing is pleasurable things, then we are all being selfish. For no, for nothing. We're we're just being selfish for ourselves 
and we're not contributing. We're not advancing. We're not doing anything. It's just, oh, you know, I want to be happy. I want to do this. And you can't tell me what I can, cannot do when I do it. You know, yada, 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 yada. Well, you're, you're being selfish just to get you a little, little bit of something. That's all. And if that's the route it's us Americans take things, then that is definitely going against a yes for the question of the day is being, is doing things is, oh my gosh, I can't even say the question of the day. Um, is uh is doing things that make us happy for the sake of it making us happy okay? That would be no. If it's revolving around the lines of pleasure. But if it's rolling around the lines of happiness to where um, it's a long-term goal, usually when that's the case, people build up. People build things up. People reconstruct things. You know, even if it's not a, a moral area, but if it's something that gives you immediate pleasure, like you were saying, it's a dopamine hit. Right. You're going to want that same thing again and again. But if you have more of a, a, a serotonin thing, you're going to be brighter for a longer end outcome that you might not have right away. Um, yeah. What do you think, Aaron? Well, I was also, because the whole selfishness thing, that's where I was wondering, I was like, where do you draw the line of? Is it just being happy or is it just being selfish? And then the other thing was joy versus happiness. Because joy, from, I don't know what I was just reading a little bit, is more of a consistent, just long, like you just have it within you and happiness just kind of happens. So, because those are also different. I wish I could remember what this guy at our church would say is about like the difference between happiness and joy. Yeah, I, I know I, I, I know kind of where that line of that one is going, where like, especially in the Christian circle, you know, they say happiness is kind of that emotional side of things where you feel that, Mm-hmm. That almost think of it as that pleasure almost, but where that joy though is that contentment that you find in mm-hmm. your relationship with God in that, you know, in that peace that you find in that, mm-hmm. even through the trouble times. Yeah. So, because so, that's literally what you're just saying yeah. versus happiness versus pleasure. Yeah. And so that's what I say. You so, know, it, it, it kind of, you know, they kind of, it, they kind of intertwine, especially when you start bringing. Uh, spiritual type and churchy language into it. Well, it doesn't even have to be that. I know, but, but so if we think of it as pleasure versus happiness, you know, so instead of um, joy versus happiness, think of it as happiness versus pleasure. <laughs> you know, joy being the happiness, happiness being the pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's confusing, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where do we draw the line? Selfishness. Where where do you draw the line, selfishness, there, Mister Johnson? I mean, it's just where you're doing stuff to, for your own gain, I guess. Whatever makes you feel good it doesn't matter how it affects other people. And to say the word selfish is just just in its own. It's, there's no gray area with selfishness. It's 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 either for your own gain. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, selfish isn't at all. It's like, are you selfish for for Aaron? Are you selfish for Paul? Are you selfish for no? No, it's Wait, it's what? selfish. <laughs> you know, it's selfish. Selfish has one one area. It's not black and white. There's no gray. It's for your own gain. <clears throat> now, how much for your own gain? Right. That can be where the gray area lies. Um, I can see uh, Aaron being selfish to an extent to where it gives him uh, a feeling of security, but not to the point where it gives him a feeling of total con- control. See where I'm coming with that? Sure. So let's say in a conversation Go you're on. talking with friends, somebody mm-hmm. might want to feel complete control over the conversation. So they interrupt people, they go above people, they talk louder, they undermine people by uh, bringing up some past points as jokes mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, okay, in a conversation, okay? So being selfish, you could want total control 
is that too much selfishness or is just having enough selfishness to where you have a level of feeling of security. So you make yourself sound like you know what you're talking about, even though you don't, so you don't get made fun of. You know, so there's a, it's just a conversation example. Um, let's say when it comes to finances, finances is an easier one to think about. Okay, so uh, do you work your butt off to the point where you're working 60 hours a week, you're making so much money, but then you don't have any time for your family? Mm-hmm. Or are you selfish to the point to where you you do what you need to to make ends meet so that you can I wouldn't spend. say that's being selfish at that point. Well, no, but yes. Because if you're choosing to make more money than what you need to make for the sake of feeling financially I, secured, but then you're neglecting the fact that you have a family at home that you should that be a would, part of too, then that is a very... That that's that's definition of selfish right there. Now this is where I'm saying the gray area is you can choose to put your family before your job and just do what you need to do. So that wouldn't be being selfish. That would just be showing love. Again, this is where we come into a conflict of definition. But I was just kind of trying to paint a different picture. Mm. But I agree. I, I totally agree with you. Um, where your priorities are will define your the where you are selfishly because everybody's selfish. No difference oh, yeah. about that. Easily. That's what we tend to do. Where you wanna... sit at a traffic light can define if you're selfish or not. If you're that guy that likes to hot dog everybody to the front so he can race, or if you're guy, that guy that likes to hot dog in front of everybody so he can go five miles under the speed limit, well, yeah. So the one thing that always gets me about drivers is when it like it's a three-lane road, and then it merges down in like a little perfect oh. example of Highway 20. When you pass, go past case, it's three lanes, but then when you hit that bridge, it goes down to two lanes. So whenever you ever get to the red light and you always have that guy that wants to go all the way to the right to be first so he can zip out, like, that just irritates me. Speaking of that similar mm. scenario, okay, whenever you're on the highway. That does not make me happy. <laughs> highway, three, three lanes, four lanes, right? And there's a sign that clearly says to merge. Mm-hmm. And you go and, you know, yep. if I wait till I get all the way out to the end, people tend to not pay attention because they're more focused on going. The reason why they tell you, okay, for all of those who, who do this, which I think is one person in particular we probably know does, um, when it says merge, you merge. You don't go all the way down because that's what causes to traffic to slow down. Well, doesn't make it any better. I've actually seen a lot of, uh, up in more downtown Milwaukee area, they, they say merge in one mile and in the one mile is when the construction starts yeah they want you to merge at the last possible moment they want you to merge yeah zipper merge see i've always seen it as you merge prior and you keep uh, that traffic uh, flow of two lanes consistent not 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 all the places i said in downtown milwaukee they have that where it's like they want you to zipper merge last minute because actually studies have shown if you zipper merge it's actually faster than merging into two lanes at a mile before out what? Because you can keep all the traffic flowing. But not everyone doesn't do the zipper merge correctly, so it causes slowdowns, blah, blah, blah. But that's, Accidents. And that's beyond the point right now. Road rage. And- a lot of road rage. Yeah. And then you have those hot shots on either the motorcycles or if yeah. there's enough room on the side, the fancy cars. Or it doesn't have to be fancy. It can be anything, I guess. But that just shoot down the shoulder and think they're special. And... 
Yeah. yeah. They're being selfish. Yeah. I, f- I forget. They're bringing pleasure to themselves, not yeah. happiness. Yeah. See, they're happy. No, they're pleasured. Uh, they're happy. How are they happy? How are they're they long? Happy because they're getting somewhere quicker. Yeah, but that re- remember what Which our definition gives them more time. What are to our definitions with whatever they're doing? So they're longer, happy longer, happier longer. Like, see, I laugh because a lot of times when I see those people go on the shoulder, I end up passing them later on. <laughs> I was speaking. I say we didn't remember the dude on the way to Ohio. Anyways, now if he's a doctor and he's trying to get to a hospital to perform a surgery. I can't be mad at that, especially if he's trying to save someone's life. But if that's the case, then he needs to have lights. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be illegal. They they probably have enough surges in that to at least keep the patient alive uh, until that they get depends. there. If they're a, you know if they're a specialist that you know they're one of the few people that can do something, they probably have enough people to keep the patient at least alive until they get there. You would hope so. Yeah, I'm not saying people to do the surgery. I'm saying just no. to keep them alive, well, you know, and stable. It, yeah, but not that's nice very out of his ears. Block him. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, science. Yeah, drawing the lines of selfishness. Yeah, I feel like that's what it comes down to. Be more is. It's just people being selfish instead of making that. Well, which, I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, self being selfish could make you happy if that is what makes you happy. Then but. you, then you, then you can kind of have the, the the area of contentment. You know, being okay with something. And a lot of people, an area to go right into would be politics. A lot oh, of people boy. are done being content with certain issues. So then it becomes a line of okay, what should you and should you not be with you know, be content with? Um, I mean, then you have the thing of, well, if it impacts someone's life, should you be allowed to do it? Because technically everything impacts someone's life. Not everything. No, yeah. But let's say in your apartment complex, you want to go home and you want to play guitar. You crank that up. Well, you're impacting the rooms around you. But if, potentially, yeah. if they get mad and you have to crank it down, well, now they're keeping you from feeling like you're living at a concert. So then that's where a thing of where do you have to find yourself being okay with something what is too much selfish? What's the definition of happiness? We're back what? to square one. I don't know if we're back to square one. Okay, maybe square two. Uh, because <laughs> at, at that point, you know, in your example, I would be like, okay, that's common decency. If someone, if you're living in an apartment complex, you don't crank your amp up loud. You keep it low. At least at night. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, if it's like. Whatever. You if it's the middle of the day. And you know all your neighbors are gone. Crank it. Well, I wouldn't even say it. It all depends on your relationship with your neighbors and what they allow and don't allow. Yeah, that's true. Oh, they no. say, hey, I'm totally cool with you cranking it because I'm not here at this time. But when I'm home, yeah. if you can keep it down. That's and, if that's what the case and, is. And that's that, that area where it comes back to selfishness. Where do you Good. honor someone's request that could be? Is there any time when being selfish is good and okay? I wouldn't think so. I didn't know if you were going to go, yeah, I thought you were going to do that. So uh, I was no. like, oh, point that no. Aaron. Let's see what he's has to say. Josh? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking all through the times. Just trying to think if there's any good time for me to be selfish. Mm, but would that be being selfish? No, here's my question. Hmm. I don't know. What? When you think back and you try to decide on the different events that has happened in your life, now whether or not selfishness was a good thing. 
You can only base it on the word yes because you know the ending outcome. Well, okay, think of hypothetical situations. So, Are there any good reasons to be selfish? I can think of one in particular, but go on. I would say no, but let's hear yours. Johnson, can Change you think of mind. any reason the, why it would be good? Okay, well, I'm to, just wondering if this would be being being considered selfish or not. Okay. Or, I mean, so you'll help, let's say, I don't know, you're just like constantly going out of your way to help people do take, help them with whatever it is. I don't care. Right. But then at some point you're so burnt out where you can't do it. So you take time to just rest for yourself and rejuvenate yourself. I wouldn't say that's selfish. No, I wouldn't either. No, that's not selfish. Because we all need to recharge our batteries. Let me rephrase that. It is selfish, but it's good selfish. See, that's where I... I, And that's where the hard thing is being... You're just being loving to others because then you're not doing something half-heartedly or just... That's one of those instances where you have to be selfish in order for you to be healthy. you just said that's not considered being selfish. I, 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 I take it back. uh, Like originally I did say, no, that's not. And then I said, no, that is selfish. So yes, it's selfish, but it's a good selfish. And that's the instance I was thinking of. Okay. Um, Because that would fall in line of one's own personal pleasure at that point. Well, no, not necessarily. What that's falling under is that you need to rest. You have been burning the candle on both ends because you've been, you know, helping Josh, you know, change his muffler three weeks in a row every night for three hours. Um, That'd be one stuck muffler then made out of cement, (laughs) you know, you know, something like that. And then, you know, we finally go, you know what? No, we need a night off for our own mental health sake, for our own energy to replenish and rejuvenate. Yes, it's selfish, but at the same time, it's also right. It's not harming you. I wouldn't I I I I I wouldn't consider that being selfish. It is because, because I'm telling you no, even though you're asking for oh, Hang on, Paul. Let's not get ahead of here. One's <laughs> a loving thing to say no. Let's <laughs> not get ahead of here. Um This is just gonna be two and one. Just looking at oops. Just looking at the dictionary, you know, where it is selfish, it's a see it's of a person, action, or motive, okay? Of those three things. That is lacking consideration yes. for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. So that's where I can see it fall along the lines of one's own pleasure. But at the same time, but it is a natural thing we all need. We all need rest. We all yeah. need to be able to recharge our batteries. But then the other part is I would say you're being considerate for the other person by saying, I just need to take a night off and rest so I can get back to it again. And Yeah. And, and what, and, yeah. And what if, you look, okay, in this scenario, okay, here, Aaron says, I need to rest. I, I need to take the night off. And Josh goes, no, I need you here. I need you tonight here for blah, 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 blah. And now, Aaron goes, no. No, that, that's I, him being selfish. That's me being won. selfish. Yeah, yeah so but then he's, he also, be. he's also being selfish where he's not helping you. But I'm trying to be considerate <sighs> so I can do better job when I'm rested up. Well, this contradicts what I said at the beginning of the, this episode about selfish. There's no black or white. It's just being <laughs> selfish. Yeah. So you really can't have a good selfish. No. It's a natural well, I, selfish. I, I, that's like one of the one times I can see being selfish is good. Now, I would have to say where I would say this isn't selfish is because if Aaron were to sit there and he's helping the cutlass, and I'm just burned, rough day at work. Hey, man, I, I know I know I said I would come over and help you, but 
I was just cool. Are you you okay with me just going home and just taking mm-hmm. on a sleep? Yeah. And if he says yes, then am I being selfish? No, because I've requested if he would be okay with me. What was originally a promise to come over, but because of a day oh, at work, I am you now broke your promise. Too tired to perform. Right. But if he were to turn around and say, "No, man, I really need you, and I need to get this done tonight for the next day or whatever," okay. Ah, I hate definitions. Um, <laughs> you hate definitions, and yet you read one off. So th- this this kind of thing came from a book. It's called Grounded, How Leaders Stay Rooted in an Uncertain World. It was released in 2013. And basically they went around interviewing CEOs and all this about this. And that was the one thing that they said that they are uh, selfish with is their self-help, their you know mental time where they take a break and they tell people no. Even though maybe I told you I was going to or maybe you really need me to help you, I'm out. I'm not doing it for my own reasons. And that reason, not necessarily to make me happy, but to make me more effective at what I'm doing by taking rest. So, yeah, selfishness isn't necessarily black or white. There is always some gray in everything, unfortunately, which sucks. I don't like a world of gray. But it's something I've learned as I've grown up that there's more gray in the world than one would care to admit. Can you, can you, can you repeat what you just said again? Which part? No, where you started talking about the book. And I don't have a playback button. Yeah, I know you don't have a playback, but, but I'm, I'm trying to guess, like, what, what, what part do you need from the book? I know where it started when you were saying that gray area. What, what, what do you say? You were basically saying the book was saying that there is such thing as a gray area. No, I'm something. saying there is. Okay, you are. Yeah. The book was about is people. Like CEOs and that, that they interviewed and asked them what they were selfish about, and that was the one thing that they were all selfish on was their time. You know, for their own self-care and self-help. I was saying that, unfortunately, there's, at least in this case, it's not black or white. There is some gray. And as I've grown older, I've found that there's more gray in the world than I like. I would like things to be black and white, but that's not always the case. I think things can be black and white, but because we accept things other than black or white, we allow there to be a gray area. Would you disagree? Would you disagree? I feel like I'm I'm more on the side of agreeing, but still thinking. You're still thinking because if we pretty much this this episode is pretty much entirely based off of definitions here. You know, we're using these definitions to to kind of put our feet in the ground and kind of say where we stand, where we don't stand, and stuff like that. So as time goes on, society molds and changes. Definitions mold and change too. So we're yeah, and there's certain things that are black and white, like, you know, and that's just coming from, you know, my faith and everything, that those certain things are black and white. But I'm finding there's more and more that's that's gray, you know. It, again, we come back to the euthanasia thing. There's some gray there, you know. You come back to this, being selfish. Is that really defined as being selfish or not? I would say kind of, yes, it can be, be defined as selfish, where you're very selfish with your time, and you may... Re- you know, flat out refuse to help anyone at times because you need to rest mentally or physically or whatever. You just need some time to rel- to come back and recharge. And so you may be selfish with your time. The so where there's I, some gray there. The, but the, the, the area that I see it being hard, you know, being selfish is a considerate person. Okay, let's say a considerate person. If I ask you to help me and you're just wiped, you need some rest. I'll tell you no. Wait, I, I, didn't, I didn't get there. 
Yeah, but I'm just telling you, I'll tell you no. <laughs> tell me no what? I'm wiped. I'm done. Yeah, you tell me no. I can't do it. I'm being selfish with my time. I'm, I'm, I can't I'm priori- really. I'm prioritizing what I'm going to spend my time and energy on. And I'm going to direct really, that energy first towards me. I, I mean, I, I guess I can't really. I think what would define it as being more selfish to me is how that conversation goes on. If you come to me and say, hey, man, I'm wiped. You cool You cool if we don't do this tonight? Being a considerate person, my response should be, yeah, man, I think I got someone else I can call uh, that can come over and help me. You go ahead. You you get some good sleep. Get some good rest. I'll catch you. I'll catch you the next day. You really can't see. I, I don't know. It's just me and how my mind is processing it right now. I, how could I be so selfish to the point to rob somebody of some well-needed time for themselves to recharge to relax to come back how why do i have that right i don't have that right so you really can't i'm not saying that you you are being selfish as the one asking for it i'm saying the one like me in this case the one who's scheduling my time and telling you no i'm being selfish and prioritizing my needs my rest over your request and that's where I'm saying it's more of along the lines of how that conversation plays out in my eyes. So if the conversation but, plays out to where you come out and say, no, but, I want uh, this, then that's more along the lines of selfishness. But th- th- that's, you know, we don't have to go into the nitty gritty of that because th- that could stay in a circle for a long time. Mr. Johnson, what do you have anything else on, on doing things? Nope. I, no, I don't. Because you could, because you could talk about it on a micro context, you know, you and maybe one other person, uh, some uh, a larger context, you and a group of people. But then you could also do it on a societal context of you and society. You know, what's something selfishly that maybe we're doing, you know, for our own pleasure? Okay, let's take a look at. Oh, I don't know who's been in the news recently. Thank you for smashing your phone there, Johnson. Uh, <laughs> over from Sweden, sixteen-year-old girl, climate activist. Brewer? I know who you're talking about. I don't know her name. Okay, at least you know who I'm talking about. You know, where basically she derided everyone at the UN saying, how how dare you put profits over the environment and steal my childhood? And that's a whole other conversation on her and whether, you know, her parents are just giving feeding her words or not, or she's actually this um, committed to this. I don't know. You know, I, you don't find that many 15, 16-year-olds that actually committed to things, typically. Um, but where where does that draw the line as well? Then there, you know, is it selfish to continue to use plastic straws and plastic plates and everything else because it gives you that momentary pleasure to not have to do the dishes? <laughs> I mean, that is that is a fair. And people are lazy. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that's more on the selfish line, but it is. Um, yeah, no. If you put if you put selfish also in a in questioning of what your time is, then yes, I, that makes sense because you're not having to get up and clean the dishes and dry them. You're just throwing it away. It's it's a lazy aspect of it because you have other things that you want to put your time to more than. So that's where I guess I can start to see the whole selfish thing playing a role with time. Um, definitely. So then can we be have our happiness of extra time be, by throwing away all of our plates? In the context of society then? Because it comes back to that question is, do we just do what we want to do to make us momentarily happy? You know, when you take that to that big macro scale, you know, if you think about all the things we do on a daily basis, how many, how much do we do that we do 
maybe not necessarily out of uh, convenience like once in a while or out of necessity, like transportation to and from work, okay? We're not going to go into the the Stone Age idea that some people want to – everyone's going to be riding bicycles to and from work and electric cars at the most, you know, type of deal. That's never going to happen. And then Johnson is electric motorcycle. Nope. Uh, I'll ride a bicycle. (laughs) As soon as everybody finds out that these climate activists are only preaching for an even more polluted world because all the steps that you have to go through to make (laughs) those fuel efficient, those clean burning energy stuff, just to make those things is going to probably do more damage than good. But anyways, um, you know, in that big macro context is whatever we do then on a daily basis, is that allowable in in that? If we're saying that doing stuff on an interpersonal relationship level to to just make us temporarily happy, you know, especially if it destroys a relationship on the macro scale, then if we are doing something that might destroy the environment or destroy the city or, you know, destroy, (laughs) you know, let's say shops down, you know, downtown. Let's go back to Antifa. Is Antifa being selfish for wanting to destroy, you know, businesses that don't agree with them and don't cater to them? That's just stupid. (laughs) What's stupid? What I said or them? The idea of, well, no, them doing that just because they don't like it. That's just. But, you know, but stupid. And you don't necessarily have to answer it now, but that's what I'm thinking about. You know, I'm I'm thinking of both on the, the. the micro, the interpersonal, and then the macro levels. Mm-hmm. You know, because you extrapolate out from this small little thing. You know, what do me and Johnson do that might, you know, might bring me happiness by making Johnson miserable for a little bit? You know, that's one thing. But on the bigger scale, what am I doing that fits into that same concept? And I think that's probably something we don't think about that often. We just look at it as like, oh, we're being lectured about climate change. We're being lectured about. We think of it on the macro side. Well, we think about it in different contexts. So we don't think about it as boiling back down to the whole concept of am I doing whatever, paper plates, plastic plates, uh, gas guzzling trucks, whatever. Am I doing that just to be temporarily happy or am I doing it for the long-term happiness? Maybe I'm just thinking about it too much. And I, and I extrapolate out beyond where it should be. But that's where my brain extrapolates it to. Hmm. I don't know why this came to my mind, but the guys and some of the guys in that one, this one group chat always joke around about throwing car batteries in like lakes or oceans as like if it's funny. I'm like, that's pretty bad. Yeah, especially as they break apart and, you know, car batteries, especially older ones, you know, lead yeah. and all that. Look what's happened over in Flint, Michigan, with lead in the well, water. I, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I do know about that. I don't know how that happened. I'm assuming that. Um, um, have you proposed just a bunch of different stuff? Yeah, it was a bunch of the guys. Seems that you know, it's not. They don't. Do, they just joke about it and they think it's hilarious. But at the same time, it's like joking about it enough. Somebody's gonna be the stupid one to do to it. Do it because it's funny, right? But they don't think it's funny. They only think of it as hey. If I do this, the guys would give me a thumbs up. I could probably be in a better spot in the friend group. People might like me more. So it's not necessarily for it's funny because somebody's going to do it for selfish reasons, selfish intents, to get attention, to be... To be the cool kid. Exactly. And that's what's probably going to stem out of a situation like that. Car batteries into the lake. Yeah. You might as well just pour the car battery in his tub and take a bath. Let's see how well he comes out. 
I'll, I'll, su- I'll suggest it. <laughs> you suggest that unless the guy who can take a bath with battery acid for 20 minutes wins. Swim in the pool, you know. I'll, th- oh. I'll tell them to throw one in your pool and just go swim in it for a while. Uh, yeah, my pool, I wouldn't have a pool. I don't know where I'd look in my backyard. My pool would be to the ground and water would be everywhere. <laughs> It'll burn right through the side of the pool. Yeah. Well, so that makes me think of another question then. Uh-oh. Is the pursuit of social happiness, a.k.a. through, like, the Facebook like and all that buttons, is that – is doing anything for that worth it? You know, people do stupid stuff in the pursuit of getting the most likes or the most shares or right. the most comments or, you know, whatever – they're always – some people are doing either su- stupid stunts or they're like, oh, look at this new stupid makeup challenge where I make myself look like an idiot on the thing. Yeah. I feel like that's – I don't know. That kind of stuff is I don't know, not worth it because, one, there will always be somebody else coming out with something else, and then you're not going to be the funny, cool thing anymore. So It will move on to somebody else, and then you won't be happy anymore because you're not getting the attention. Or if you do something stupid – then at some point it's just going to backfire on you and people are like, you're actually an idiot. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And then you just ruined yourself. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a desire to, yeah, I would say a selfish desire. Yeah. So doing whatever you want to be happy in the pursuit of clicking may, might get you in trouble or might be bad. What's crazy to me is there's a reason why I don't want to live in the city. Okay. Milwaukee, Chicago. Yeah. There's a reason why. Why? Because I think too far, too negative into the future. I'll be honest, I do. All these movies come out. What happens to these major cities when a conflict breaks out in them or weather comes in? Last place you want to be is in that city. Because if you're not falling from the top of a building, you're getting crushed by a skyscraper. Rocket explodes, just massive destruction. Anyways... You know, you're just talking about, it just made me think of this and kind of explaining why I got there with that thought. Um, the whole clicking thing can yeah. be gone in a minute. Well, funny you say that. Facebook is experimenting with hiding likes. Well, hiding likes? You know how you know how you, people like a post or react to it? So that shows how many likes they have. Yeah. Facebook is, work, is experimenting with hiding all that now. Then why have it? Basically, they're, they're experimenting with getting rid of it. Good. I guess. But by a minute, I mean, if we were ever to go to war, major war, EMP missiles are not that hard to get here. You know, all they have to do is find some holes or if you can shoot enough. Anyways, if an EMP goes over off over a city, anything connected to a battery is now fried. So if a country wanted to, they wanted to take down America by taking down some of the biggest internet infrastructures out there, uh, Google and Facebook and Twitter, you know, those are key points of communication. Those are key points of information, big multi-million, hundred million dollar companies, billion dollar companies. They, in a sense, could target all their servers and all those are constantly hooked up. You set off the EMP, boom, there's you, nothing Didn't we talk about something you're, like you're, you're thinking way too complex there. No, I'm just. I'm no, just, no, no, no. Because they can do something a lot easier. They can take down our power grid. Oh. Our power grid is on the internet. It's not as protected as it should be. It's very easy to hack. They could take that down a lot easier than shooting an EMP. Well, what I'm saying with the EMP is you take down a power grid, you, in a sense, could reboot that power grid. You take, you set off an EMP, anything connected to a battery, the whole circuitry is fried. 
you'd have to replace every single component. And you, you, you don't, get, you don't think data centers are shielded? They are. I, I don't think they, they are, are as good as we think they are. They, they're no. In order to be certified, a lot of them have to be shielded against a certain strength. They, some of them are in Faraday cages, which means uh, no electromagnetic radiation can enter or leave the building. But going back, kind of as we went off on a little tangent, going back to the whole thing on um, on uh, having likes and having social attention and and stuff. Well, we starve and we thrive. So many people do that with that kind of thing. And if it were to disappear, they don't know what to do with themselves. It's because they were so self-centered on this immediate pleasure that the Internet can give them that when it's gone, they now are a complete mess and they don't know what to do with themselves. So technically. Technically. What what are you laughing about over there? (laughs) Instagram's down. Oh, Please yeah. describe your Starbucks cup to me. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. And so when we're looking at this thing of happiness and with, with happiness, in my opinion, American definition being immediate pleasures for the, more than anything, we are not in a good spot as a country then. Civilian-wise, we are not in a good spot if that's how we view things or if that's how we treat things. Not treating things on a longevity aspect and and, and being focused on ourselves more than anything. Um, I'll be honest, you've convinced me. Time time is a thing that you can be selfish on. I will say that because we all do need time to rest. We chemically, we physically, scientifically, we need rest, Okay. There's nothing out there that allows us to be able to perform the same without rest, okay? On the long enough, I'm pretty sure there's there's things in the military and crazy scientists have built serums that allow you to perform the same after uh, up to 36 hours without, you know, you know, sleep the last two days. I'm pretty sure they've done something like that. But longevity aspect-wise, you need rest. But on the on the other side of things, when it comes to immediate pleasures of doing actions and things that give you that dopamine hit, okay, because that's what really is. Happiness is not a dopamine hit, as we described before in the beginning of the episode. It's serotonin. It is a longer uh, lasting thing, and it is something that happens as you continue to do things uh, down the road. And uh, what was in an article here? Where'd it go? Yeah, it's a simple article, uh, lifehack.org, written by Dr. Michelle Chappell. Uh, things you should give up chasing no matter what others say. And just kind of going down the list, it's really just allowing yourself to be free from burdens and things like chasing the dream, security. Some of these are a little more chasing money, you know, chasing material things, chasing work. Chasing other beauty, chasing youth, chasing approval, love, people, the latest trend, what's possible. I mean, it's just, there's a bunch of things that this lady's saying that you should get rid of in order to, in a sense, achieve a, a, a thing of happiness. But yeah, that list is on basically every website that says how to be happy. Yeah. And so now, if we're looking at it as a biblical standpoint, I haven't mentioned this in a while. I guess how I look at it is if I'm putting the decision how I should be, how I should be looking at it is what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do in this situation? And that should be our, as Christians, our way of kind of defining between being selfish and not being selfish. You know, would the Lord take some time to sleep? Probably. He did. Yes. 
but with the Lord also serve to the uh, the, le- the the weakest as well as the um, most um, lower people in society. Yes, he went to go work with them. He taught with them. You know, he didn't worry about the big wigs. He worried about the people on the lower end of the stick. When it came to mostly, mm-hmm. I mean, I know he did, but anyways. So that's kind of like where I know I need to be put in that is what would Jesus do in this situation? Because ultimately he was here for us. Mm-hmm. He died for us. You, he, he was. There ain't nothing selfish about what he did. No. Um, except for what, what Paul was saying before about sleep. You know, he needed rest. Yeah. He was still in well, the guess, man's body and yeah, the man's so body needs rest. I guess, yeah, would you consider that being, yeah. That's it comes down if you consider it selfish or not. Again, it also comes down to a definition, a definition that we use to break down and the way we break it down. Yeah, I mean, as Christians, that's where I think we should be putting our our decisions is before we make a decision, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. Would this this build his kingdom? Yeah. Would this bring more people to him? Would this, and I guess in a sense, if the whole world had that mindset. (sighs) If you think about it. If you think about it, Paul. The whole world at the we mindset. We're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we had that mindset yeah. of, of constantly looking at other people besides the sleep aspect of it, we really wouldn't have a definition of being selfish then. <laughs> yeah, it would be a perfect world, which. Yeah, is but not it's, here. It's, it's not because there is such thing as selfishness. But, anyways. So, wait, so would you consider being selfish being something that would make you in, imperfect? What are the reasons for you being selfish? Are you being selfish okay, no. to be? Well, because you're saying we, if if we all had that mindset, this, it wouldn't be a selfish world. So if there's any bit of sort of selfishness AKA in the, the world, would thing. it be? Would it be? And that's, you know, if you're being selfish to be, you know, unavailable and you never want to help and all that, yeah, that's bad. But if you're being selfish to the point of, you know what, I need to rest, whatever, you know. I, I, that's not that's a bad. Still, that's still. I, I know it's. I, it's. I still it, it's don't a, define it that way. Okay. Because it's. I feel like if you're getting rest, one. I mean, it's going to help you. You but can it's kill also, yourself it's if you're not help. Well, there's that side of it, but it's also if you're thinking about okay, if you want me to do this now, I'm not going to do as well of a job, or eight, I can't do it. Maybe period, unless I get this. So it's like at that point you're thinking out for the person that you're supposed to help because you can't help them if you're not rested. Yeah, but what if the person? So you're, but what that's what is said in the definition is, is, is being is, is lack you. and considerate. You need to help you. Yeah, not but them. you're also but that's helping them at the same time. Is it helping? Yes. You, Again, you need a dr- you need a ride somewhere, and I <laughs> okay. tell you I need to rest. But regardless, so let's not get into uh, that. Agree again. to yeah. disagree, gentlemen. Yeah. Agree to yeah. disagree. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. But you're saying that no, no, helping yourself isn't helping the other person when it could be. There are times when it could be, but there are times when it, it's not so, as well. Maybe. Um, All right. So, but yeah, I got nothing. I'm done. You guys I'm agree to disagree on that topic, and I will say I have <laughs> selfishly. To. I am. <laughs> He's good at doing that. <laughs> or being but, that. Uh, anything that I have to say. Um, I'm good at being selfish? Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, you got boy. some beef here that you got to reveal? No. Josh, keep going. No, 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 Master Johnson. I'm not going to feed you up. So I'm just going to stay silent now. 
Okay, so uh, the last thing I have to say is um, it comes down to, I've said this several times, it comes down to our definition of happiness. If we put our definition of happiness of more of a selfless, not selfish, selfless uh, mindset of going towards the future and doing and saying what happiness is in scientific terms is long-term and not relying on these short-lived dopamine-released pleasures, then I would say on the lines of yes. Yes, it's okay to do things that makes us happy because we're looking towards the long end. We're looking at things because generally when it comes to things that make us happy, they're things that are positive and they will positively influence the people around you. For example, you hear people who go from uh, doing nothing with their life to giving it up and now they're a missionary over in Africa and they just love it. They, they, they're not concerned about money. They're concerned about speech and the guy. They're, they're, they're happy. They're full of joy. Don't have to get into that definition right now. But, you know, they're, they're not worried about themselves. They're worried about other people, which is the opposite of selfishness, is being worried about someone else, well, it's, being considerate of someone else. But one thing I was, well, I was shocked by is when, you know, obviously you hear love and hate. You always think, Hate is the opposite of love, but then somebody's like, actually, is like, they would say selfishness is more so the opposite of love instead of hate. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, interesting. I probably have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the happiness is just a long term, and it pos- usually the things that make us happy in life positively impact someone else. So I'd have to say, is it okay to do things that make us happy for the sake of it making us happy? Yes but with the idea that it is not an immediate pleasure that we define as happy. That's my end. All right, oh. all right. Next. Is it next? Well, so you, next. Uh, yes. Okay, before we get to his, I'm not going to bring up the other. Uh, so is your final answer then on the question then no as well? Doing happiness oh. for... Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. Yeah, yeah no. Wait, no. Yeah, yes, no. <laughs> Are you it's agreeing with me or are you thing. disagreeing with me? I, I'm probably agreeing with you. Because I'm saying both. What? I'm saying idea? that if someone is saying happiness is an immediate pleasures, no, oh. it's wrong. If I'm saying someone is saying happiness is a long-term end goal because those that are the things that tend to actually truly make us happy, even scientifically proven, those are the things that positively impact people around them, yes. It's the definition of what someone <clears throat> chooses to use. Right. So you agree both yes and no with me? I would say so yeah. for now. Okay. Okay. Until for, I learn otherwise. I, okay. For normal people, that's true, I would say. You know, for a serial killer, that's not true. You know, because what's going to bring them long-term happiness is, you know, the 5,000 bodies under their, you know, under their basement. So in that case, it's not good that they're doing what makes them long-term happy. It's bringing them both immediate pleasure, but it's also bringing them long-term pleasure. Because maybe they got a little something crossing the head. So I said, for normal people. Okay. So before you start going on your thing. Tangent. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm stopping you now. Um, yeah, so guys got nothing else then, I take it then, by the, no. by, by, that com- by that comment? Well, no. no I, think, I think we are good to wrap right. this one up. All right. So go ahead and leave us a, a review on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, all three of those platforms. Uh, check out our website, UYWords. Dot com. Uh, check out or send us an email at uywords at gmail.com, Twitter, UYWordsPodcast, Facebook, 
Use Your Words podcast as well. And with that, we will go ahead and get on out of here. Bye.